Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, you inky savages. What's going on? I really appreciate you guys joining me for this special episode of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. I mean, I guess there's nothing really particularly special about the actual podcast itself, other than the fact that it's the 100th episode of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast, and what makes it also special is that we're doing a pretty awesome giveaway, and the suppliers of said giveaway stuff are going to be the sponsors of this week's episode. So let me talk to you about what is being given away. So if you're already skipping through the intro because you're assuming that I'm going to just talk about sponsors and get on with it, you're missing out on a lot of good information that I think is pertinent to listening to the episode and winning said giveaway stuff. All right, so what we're giving away is a couple of things, and I think it's pretty cool. And this is from the sponsors, Luxury Brands of America and Goldspot Pens to celebrate the 100th episode of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. That's not easy to say really fast, actually. It does roll off the tongue, but it's kind of hard because there's a lot of consonants and vowels. But the prizes are going to be, it's only going to be one winner. But the centennial prize is going to be this. It's going to be a gift box from Luxury Brands. And in said gift box is going to be a Procyon fountain pen, color of your choosing. It's going to be a bottle of Colorverse ink, color of your choosing. And... A Nebula notebook, whether it's the casual or the whatever the other one's called, the hardcover, non-casual one. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I kind of like the spiral-bound casual. I use that for my keep my fish-keeping log. And also, from Gold Spot Pens, they will also be providing a prize for that same winner, a $100 gift card to the winner of the giveaway. Now... How does one enter said giveaway? Well, you're just going to have to listen to this episode of the Pentertainment Podcast to find out. And you can't just skip to the end because it's somewhere in the episode. Because you know how we roll. We kind of just like ramble and talk about stuff. We kind of just came up with the way to win while having the conversation on the podcast. And in this episode, what we do is we kind of just go stroll through memory lane in commemoration of the 100th episode. Very happy to be at 100. And it's all thanks to you guys. It's all thanks to everybody involved. And I consider everybody who listens and engages with us being involved. So thank you very much for being here to celebrate the 100th episode of the Pentertainment Podcast. Now, I did kind of mention them already, but I do still have a read. Still don't skip over. All right, come on. Don't be like that. I'm just going to start the whole read. And Tom wrote this, so he's always really good at writing. I always spell things wrong, make people's names look weird, so he took over the writing. This is it. Thanks to all our Inky Savage fans. We hit episode number 100, and in this centennial masterpiece, we go over our entire podcast catalog to pull out some of the highlights of the show. Our 2021 sponsors are celebrating this milestone achievement with an awesome giveaway. Listen very closely, and you'll find the directions on how to enter. If you'd like to shop for a new pen or try to get Tom fired, head over to our retail sponsor, Goldspot Pens at goldspot.com. Use coupon code ROY to get an additional discount off throughout the Goldspot Pen store, excluding some brands. Now, from luxury brands, is there a better gift to give someone for the holidays than a fountain pen? How about a fountain pen from Waldman, made of 92.5% sterling silver, a 10-year warranty, 
and gorgeous design. These pens will be a gift that will be passed down from generation to generation. Really quick on that, I'm just reading this. It says made of 92.5% silver. It's actually 93.5, but they're not supposed to advertise that because of European laws or German laws or something like that. And check out this craziness. They offer a 10-year warranty on all their pens, but if you're 20 years into owning your pen and something goes wrong, they'll still warranty it. They'll still warranty it throughout the lifetime of the product. They just are not legally allowed to say that as per German laws. And the reason why is because they're asking questions. They're like, well, what is a lifetime? Is it the lifetime of the pen? Is it the lifetime of the person? Is it the lifetime of the person that the pen was given to? So since there were so many logistical questions, they just made a rule. No lifetime warranties, 10 years only. But the brand Waldman, and I know this as a fact, they'll just warranty your pen for your lifetime or the lifetime of whoever. It doesn't matter. You send them a pen that has a defect 50 years from now, 1,000 years from now, they will still warranty it. Anyway, there's still time to get the gift that truly shows you are a savagely addicted pen enthusiast. Believe it or not, Penboy Roy t-shirts are still available exclusively at inkjournal.com. Show your support for Roy and help fund his new cybernetic legs to match his arms. Oh, that's... <laughs> so I had... Last year I had surgery on my right arm, my right shoulder. And this year I had... As a matter of fact, this past... This month, actually, I had surgery on my left arm. So he's making fun of me for that. I like it. I think it's funny. Anyway, make sure you get a t-shirt. I think they're on sale. If not, buy it anyway. Anyway, so that's the sponsorships for this week. Before we get started this week, before we get started with this week's episode of the Pentertainment Podcast, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. This podcast is certainly not scripted, and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I, from both of us. So, be forewarned, you have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage Savage. And Inky. All right, so I'm really excited, Tom. Are you really excited? The question it's episode is episode 100. Episode 100. And we made it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just want to bring some memories back. Remember back in episode two <laughs> when you first started on the episode? Or was it episode, episode three? I think it was episode two you came in on, right? Mm, I'm pretty sure possibly. it was episode two. So. Episode one was. Yeah, I mean, you got the computer in front of you, and you got usage of both of your hands, unlike me. <laughs> I can only use one I'm hand. I'm going to pull it up on iTunes. Right. Because then that would allow me also, I could have a quick and easy like look through of all the episodes and the titles, and it would get my memory fresh on everything. So let me uh, let me bring that up on here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the first one you did by yourself, and that was about the various vendors. The villainous you were, you were distributors. Do, I remember. The distributors, yeah. And uh, and then I think the second one I joined you on, and I think the third one you had Drew Brown, right? And I think after that it's been it's been me and you, except for the one where I decided to go on vacation to the water park, and you were talking to Gary Lang from Pelican. That's right, man. I gave him a hard time, so we got to get him. <laughs> we definitely have to get him back on the show because we need to update where we are with all of that stuff, right? Remember I yes. was grilling him, so that'll be. It would fun be nice. To do. Yeah, it, it would be, be nice to touch back in about that. To yeah. touch base about that. I totally want to see where he's at with all of that stuff. Damn, I'm just like looking through all of these. Oh man, it's just crazy. Let's see. You know, we have 47 
uh, reviews on iTunes, and it is just like a massive list of all of these episodes. It's crazy to see all that on there. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of awesome like that, right? It's 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 just impressive because I think when I first came on and I was saying like I'm I'm like the uh, uh, the, the the touch of death when it comes to uh, podcasts, like because I've been on a couple of other pen related podcasts <laughs> that have gone under since my appearance. So I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out, Roy. I don't think this is going to work really well. Right. I, just, I don't have a good track record. I actually want to show a pen that I have today. OK. OK. So stand by and I'm in my boxers. Oh, my God. That was that was definitely not something I needed to see. Had one ball hanging out and everything. It was it's really a lot, a lot to take in there. <laughs> you're really, you're really comfortable in your in your recovery from your surgery, huh? You know, it's, it's hard to like buckle your pants when you only have one arm. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess that does make a lot of sense. That makes mm. a lot of sense now. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I just am used to the whole idea of people just being very. Uh, laxadaisical when it comes to if they're at home and they want to do the whole work from home mullet right. where they're all professional up top, but then like there's no pants at the bottom. Right, so. right. I'm doing. That. I usually yeah. don't do that with you. I was thinking about <laughs> just like going completely bare bottom just to see your reaction without saying anything wow. and getting up. But then I was like, you know what? That 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 might not be. He's a dad. That might be too. This much. is episode 100. You got to pull out all the stops. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of episode 100. It's totally the centennial episode. Is that the right word, centennial? Yes. Okay, it's a totally the centennial episode, and we have got to do something centennial. So I was thinking, and we've been throwing the idea of giveaways out, yeah. right out there. So, you know, I talked to my good friend Bryce over at Luxury Brands, who is the sponsor of this podcast, and I thought it was only right being that he's the sponsor of the podcast to give stuff away to people who listen to the podcast. Okay. So I know gold spot is also chipping in being that gold spot is also a sponsor of the entertainment podcast. They want to do a giveaway also. So we got to figure out a cool way to give away this stuff. So can we talk about the stuff we're giving away or should we wait till the end? Uh, tease them with what we're going to be giving away. And then that way it will, hopefully retain their attention long enough that maybe they'll make it through the entire episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Bryce wants to give away like a package set, right? So he's Ooh. thinking let's do a platinum price on. Okay. Procyon, yeah. Procyon, whatever. A third, any 30 milliliter colorverse ink and a nebula notebook casual. They can okay. pick their Procyon color. It could be navy, turquoise, orange, white, or yellow, as well as paper choice, plain dotted or lined, and color choice for the Nebula Casual. So, I mean, that's cool, right? They could pick whatever color of Colorverse ink, too? Yeah, whatever Colorverse nice. ink they want, whatever notebook from Nebula, Casual. Which one's a Casual? The Casual's not the hardcover one. The Casual's the spiral bound Oh, one. you cheap fucks. No, 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 we gotta change that. It's gotta, <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the expensive one? That's the premium note. Let's do the premium. <laughs> Type in one hand. Nope. I noticed you got like, are, do you do you seriously have like, you have buttons on the top of your, uh, you have like snaps on the top of your shoulders? Yeah, so this is a post-surgical sh it's a, shirt. It's a tearaway shirt, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so basically 
basically the side. I could totally come up behind you and just like go and just like. <laughs> right, right. And then you'll just have me sitting here in just my briefs. But yeah, no, it's good because underneath the arm, along the side mm-hmm. of the body, it's all buttoned. So you can nice. literally just put it over underneath the sling and then button it up, which is really- ah, okay. All right. So I'm changing it. I just texted him. I'm sorry. I'm making fun of your uh, your your current state right now. That's just, fine, I, man. I just, That's fine. You, you need to laugh because yeah, otherwise week, then you'll cry. Last week it was no good. No good, man. It was no, no bueno. Yeah, it was no bueno. I remember we were talking about wanting to do that episode with you, like on the meds and everything. And it didn't I work text, out. I texted you. Yeah. I got I got absolute gibberish in response. It was <laughs> just <you>? like, <laughs> yeah, you did. Did you look back at what you texted me? Because no. it was like. I was just like, oh, man, he is, like, incoherent is really – So that's because of what you call it, the the anesthesia. Mm-hmm. I was I was shaking off the anesthesia. So I was having a problem with that, and I don't know why. It made me really nauseous. I wasn't feeling right, like, dizzy. I've had, like, vertigo for, like, the last couple of days, too. It was pretty bad. You uh you texted me uh, a seven seventeen p.m. on Monday and you said I'm out today probably n o h t high in h by n g to happen and I was just like I was just like rest up buddy <laughs> I don't remember typing out that stuff right all right so listen I'm changing his his giveaway stuff it's gonna be the how how much is a priocon it's uh uh like the colors he was talking about i think they were like i want to say like 50 60 bucks around there with the including you know street price like kind of so all right so i mean that's cool right a priacon pen do you think he's being cheap should we up the ante on that just force him to oh he should he should be doing a a platinum izumo like the one that's like the uh the 900 dollars. yeah no no no. (laughs) okay Okay, so it's gonna be just kidding it's gonna be a priacon color (laughs) <laughs> Whether it's navy, turquoise, orange, white, and yellow, as well as a Nebula premium note, you cheap fuckers. We're not going with casual. Bryce, I love you. Not the casual. Actually, you know what, though? I have the casual, and I use two casuals for my journaling for fish-related purposes. Fish-related stuff. So this is my this is my 29-gallon fish tank log for work that someone else is taking care of for me. Thanks, Nick. Nice. And this one over here is the one for home, for Dr. Evil, who you see behind me. I mean, the price difference is only a $5 price difference. Mm-hmm. And I honestly do like the casual better, even though the casual is $5 cheaper. It's the same paper. It's just in a different format, basically. Well, I, I like, like you have I like the hardcover. The, yeah, but I like the spiral because you can flip yeah. all the way to the back. Right. As opposed yeah. to the the premium, it's a hardcover. Yes, it's cool. It has a band. It closes the notebook. I don't know which do you think is better. I, it just it depends on usage. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're planning on like using it as a full blown journal, like where you're going to be doing like long form writing, and you want it, to, let's say you're carrying it around with you a lot, and it's going to get beat around. The hardcover is going to take that abuse better. But like the casual is just so easy, just to flip through and like you could you know, fold it around to like just write on one page. You, you could do a lot of stuff with that. So it's more, a little bit more flexible. So it's, it's up to you how you want to use it. So, I mean, I, I, I don't see there necessarily being that, oh, that's the cheaper version. And it's like the more inferior version. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's more like they say casual. 
Okay. So I, I wouldn't say necessarily. I mean, how about we give them the option? You could choose between. Yeah, I mean, the casual and the premium. Yeah, okay. You could do that. That's cool. Give them yeah. the option. We should just give them both. We're not paying for it. Luxury brands is paying for it, right? <laughs> a casual and a. And let's just give them every color first thing ever made. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the luxury brand centennial episode giveaway. It's going to be a Priacon, Platinum Priacon pen, a Nebula note, whether it's casual or what's the first other one? Hardcover? The, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it's called. The hardcover or the softcover. Yeah. One spiral bound. The other one's like not spiral bound. And a <laughs> bottle of your choice of... I forgot already because we call it color versus scene because we're talking about all this other stuff so much I forgot. So that's going to be the giveaway stuff from Luxury Brands of America from Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. And we'll tell you how to win those awesomely cool stuff later on in the we'll, episode. We'll come up with the idea of how you're going to win this awesomely cool right, stuff we don't actually, later on in the episode. Right, because we don't actually know just yet. Mm-hmm. And, and then for Gold Spot. Go ahead. You announce this one. You announce Gold this Spot, one. Goldspot is uh, is forking over, I guess we could say, or or offering up a one hundred dollar Goldspot pens gift card to be used on Goldspot.com. There are blackout dates that apply. No, I'm just kidding. That would be really messed <laughs> up, wouldn't it? What's a blackout date? Uh, it's like for for using Air Miles. It's like you could use Air Miles. Uh, you have like Air Miles. We can only use them on certain days, and that, those are blackout dates. But no, like no, I'm just joking. So you I don't can get use it, it anytime you want to. No, I'm just saying it's it's a joke. It's a joke, Roy. Okay. Did they also surgically remove your funny bone that you can't take <laughs> jokes now? Are you gonna get are you gonna get butt hurt about everything? <laughs> <laughs> no, but my butt does hurt because I do a lot of sitting. But that's oh, wow. unrelated. So yeah, so that's great. So we get a gift package of a Priacon color, casual or non casual nebula notebook. And a Colorverse Inc. from Luxury Brands. And I think, which is really cool, a $100 gift card at goldspot.com. Okay, Bryce just texted me back. He said, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's, I'm gonna, let's give them the choice. I'm typing on my computer with one hand. It's my joy. So anyway, Bryce is down. He's so cool. He'll, 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 awesome. he'll go with anything as long as it makes yeah, the people happy. Yeah, Bryce is a good guy. Bryce is a good guy. Yeah, we're 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 good. He's a he's a good fella. Yeah. Um, but I think for the episode 100, I think it'd be worthwhile because like you kind of teased it a little bit. Okay. And I think it'd be worthwhile to not not necessarily do like oh let's just ruminate over every single memory we've had with the podcast, but maybe get, kind of give people who are jumping in at 100 some like uh like markers to kind of go back to like some highlights of previous episodes that maybe if they want to go back and re-listen to some golden you know moments of the show Mm -hmm. they could go do that and i have the whole episode list out here with all the titles so that i could instantly refer to a lot of the uh interviews and various conversations that we had okay let's do that that's a good idea wait i I wasn't paying attention. I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> so say that again. What do you want to do? Yeah. So let's not go down memory lane with everything, but like, let's just tell people, you know, here are some good episodes of note. If they're coming into the podcast, let's say late, or they're going at 100, if this is their first episode, 
okay where to go to to get a good sense of what this show is all about and where some of the greater moments are okay sounds good i like it so what what kind of comes up to you when you first think of that like when you think of some of the greatest all-time moments well while i'm talking and yammering you're going to come up with an idea about how we're going to do this giveaway right and i want it to incorporate <laughs> people subscribing to the pinball roy entertainment podcast the youtube channel the gold spot youtube channel it like somehow incorporates so everybody follows us on instagram and luxury brands and stuff well i don't want to make it too complicated but i, I i'm starting to think of some ideas okay so we'll, good because we'll this is what idea. you do for yeah. a living if you can't do it now you know you need to be fired for real that's yeah for real. <laughs> one of my favorite titles ever in the history of any of our episodes is episode number three, The Sexist Shingles Infection, <laughs> right? Yes. And this episode was particularly fun because I addressed some of the comments made about how I'm sexist. Or how you were called out to be sexist. Oh, right, you how were, I was called out to be sexist. Someone put you on the spot about that. Right. I'm not sexist. I'm just... You know, we talk about it in episode three. I don't know how well I explain that I'm not a sexist, especially since in the description I put I apostrophe comma M instead. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> so today, Tom and I talk about how I'm allegedly a sexist shingles, cats reproducing, and the fountain pen virus. But it's all related to pens. Now, this is bef this was November 26th. 2019 so this was like right before all the whole coronavirus stuff happened right mm -hmm. and the fountain pen virus is something i came up with a few years before the coronavirus came up it was something that came to me when someone's like oh you caught the fountain pen bug too i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know but i don't want to say bug and they caught on you know yeah nobody really gave me shit about it because of the coronavirus, because I just decided to stop saying it because it might just be in poor taste being that people are actually dying of the coronavirus. I don't want to now appear to be insensitive about it, so I stopped saying it, and I'm kind of like dripping it in here and there. But yeah, I don't remember why it was exactly. I was called a sexist. I can't remember the jokes. Oh, it's that probably because like you've you've like you've referred to like women as like chicks before. So like chicks or like you've you've made you've made some passing comments about like like, uh, you know, just just things about the appreciation of the female form. But in a, you know, in a very in a very crude sort of way. Yeah. So it probably was in relation to that in some way. I'm, like, you know, I got to tell you, though, like Skater Cruz, if I said something bad or sexist, she'd be the first one to call me out. So she's, she's like she's the canary my, in the coal mine. Right. She's my canary in the coal mine. I don't mean that because I don't mean canary figuratively. Speaking, I, I mean, like, speaking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like figuratively, because like, yeah, from what I understand from that story, people who used to work in the coal mine would keep a little bird in a cage and put it on the ground. And if the bird if they look down and the bird's dead, that means the gas levels are getting bad. It hasn't gotten to yes. their face yet because they're higher. That means get the fuck out of that coal mine. Right. Yes. Okay. So yes. that's that, that story. If I learned that's that's the that's the yeah. So that's the figurative explanation. Yeah. Of like what that means. Yes. I think it was also a letter someone wrote in saying that I'm sexist and also made crude jokes about the cum poo. It's like true. Right. Okay. Which which isn't really sexist. I'm making fun of human excrements in the same yes. word. Right? So I think that's a common theme about our show is that 
is that there's a lot of crudeness and uh, juvenile humor in it. Right. And some people get very offended by that in one way or another. So either they will, you know, write in and say, or they will try to get me fired, which is another theme that uh, runs through the show is it's kind of like a running joke that like, because of the things that you say, Roy, <laughs> I will then have somebody try to approach my employer and then try to get me canceled effectively. Right. So um, hasn't happened yet, but with, you know, people have tried. So it's, it's enjoyable when it does, because I, I mean, like I, if you've watched, if you've watched any videos or have listened to any of these podcasts, I'm not the type of person that aims to be offensive or like, or like tries to make fun of anybody at you know, uh, put anybody down or anything like that. But yet, that's actually uh, apparently some people just take it that way. I don't right. know. So well, no. The thing yeah. is, the thing is, they can't hold me by the balls, right? They can't <laughs> do anything to me. But they know that yeah. you have a job, and they know how how to get in touch with your boss. So if they don't like what I say, like literally one one loser from a college, he's a professor from a college, no less. It's a really sad story. He actually wrote a letter to the owners of Goldspot Pens saying that since you're on my show and you work for Goldspot, things that I say clearly are representative of what Goldspot thinks. And if that's not true, the only way to remedy it is by firing Tom, which is just, just such a stupid thing. I wrote a letter to the president of that university, and I was like, listen, this kind of there, you have every opportunity. This, this idiot has every opportunity to contact me. Why is he contacting my co-hosts, employers who have nothing to do with me? Why are they doing? Why yeah, is he? Well, doing also, it? also to be clear too is that like I do this. I don't get paid to do this. No. I just come and do this just to right. hang out with you. And that's and that's really how this show just started. Is that me and you would just have these very long conversations, and usually it would be like it would be like while I'm at the office or something because that's how. We, we came to know each other as you were a customer of Goldspot That's and right. then you started doing your YouTube and they were like, oh, let's, you know, we could do something. Maybe we could do like a video together because you're trying to work on your YouTube. I'm trying to do my YouTube and like I want to do, you know, pen reviews. So I'm like, great, let's let's compare notes. Let's talk, whatever. So then we start talking and we realize that we have. A, a, a compatible sense of humor right and and like just a a, a mutual enthusiasm over pens <laughs> and uh and and it's just it just that's that's all that this is based off of this is not like some elaborate ploy for me to relieve people of of money somehow right or or, or to as be a matter like of fact, a shell of right you to know your... like like a marketing thing you right. know so. to your point i think you're more i think i've i've picked up on more how do I say it? More. No, I don't know how to say this without making it sound mean. You talk shit about <laughs> pens on this show more than you would on the Goldspot channel, right? Well, I mean, right. right. So if you're going to hear my, this is my own personal opinion when it comes to stuff and that necessarily, I mean, of course, I would not be able to say it in the way that I say it on this show. But like, you know, but I try to be honest in any in any venue, but like I'm going to really be honest and really give you the the raw uncut version, you know, here, when, especially as I'm talking to you. But mm -hmm. like, you know, if, if let's say if I'm doing reviews for, you know, uh, for Goldspot, 
you know, I'm, I'm doing reviews, but I'm, I'm keeping it family friendly and, you know, and, and just very positive and, you know, I'm, I'm not getting down into the nitty gritty or like, or like looking to, you know, nitpick about anything. Although like I will mention if, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing a pen review on something, if something may rub somebody the wrong way when it comes to a particular pen feature i'll talk about it just like you do like mm-hmm. you want to let people know up front that this is this and this is that and this is what you could expect bad or worse or, or good or bad whatever so um but like but like in the way that we do it here of course it's going to be a lot more just like out there and savage right, right. So, like we you know, can just... we can very well come around and just say, hey, this Noodler's pen smells a little bit like Donkey Dick, right? You're not yes. gonna say that on a gold spot video, obviously. No, and I so. didn't say and I didn't say that here. You said it. <laughs> right. Right. So if anybody is offended by that comment, just reach out to the owners of Gold Spot to have Tom fired. So yeah. anyway, since so. then, I don't know if you noticed this, but starting with that episode number three is when I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Because before that, episode one and two, I really didn't. I kept it family friendly. There's no explicit. But then after that, I'm like, there you know is what? there is explicit. I, I'm seeing on on uh, was it on uh, iTunes here? They all have explicits except for one episode two. seventeen. I don't know. <laughs> no, one and two doesn't have it. But I remember seventeen. Oh, I see it on here. Seventeen also has explicit on it. Mine, mine, it doesn't show that on. Yeah, here. it says cursing. It says cursing, crappy customer service, right on it. Yes. Yeah. That was your that was your rant about uh, GameStop, I think, right? Yeah, I haven't bought from GameStop ever since then. Anyway, I just recently got the Xbox Series S, and it's only downloadable content, meaning I can't go into a GameStop and buy a disc for the game. Oh, so it has no drive right, whatsoever there you to go. put yeah, this in? Yeah, it has no drive, so I can only download the games, which which is fine with me because when you buy a right. disc on Xbox One or PlayStation 4 and you put the mm-hmm. disc inside the machine, the machine right. downloads whatever's on that disc. So if it's like a 50-gig game, it's not like being on the disc saves you that space. No, it has to be downloaded onto your hard drive anyway. Yeah. But so I'm just there's no need for a disc in my personal opinion. I know there's well, a yeah, lot of... it's another it's another piece of that could wear out too because it could get scratched, it could get, you know, whatever, it's dirty, it's yeah, you don't want to have that anymore. Yeah, and um you know, there's no need for it. And what happens is now is like you can't play the game even though it's downloaded onto your system if you don't have the disc. I just rather not have the disc cuz yeah. There's, you know how this is the this is how lazy we've become in society. You know how much of a pain in the ass it is to get up, walk over to the console, push the eject button, <laughs> take the disc out, take out the new disc, put the new disc in, close the console. Now you got to take the disc that was in there, put it back in the correct box. But you're too lazy, so you just put it in the box that you got the new disc out of, and now the discs boxes are all mismatched, and now you can't find yes. the right game. Why deal with that when you can just sit on the comfort of your couch? Just hit the home button, switch games, and go into a new game, right? Yep. So that's that's how it should be. I, I showed that my kids uh, this TikTok of somebody explaining how it was to play video games on like the Super Nintendo uh-huh. or on the regular Nintendo back way back when, and like the whole thing of like, oh, then you have to get a cartridge, and then you have to spend probably about ten minutes. Oh, I saw to that video into the cartridge. Right. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, kids, this is how it was. You don't realize it. This is how it was. Like, Life was and, hard. And, <laughs> and sometimes and sometimes, even though you didn't want to play that game anymore and you wanted to change it, you just knew that it was going to be such a pain in the ass 
to change it that you just kept you playing. just didn't want to. You just kept playing it. <laughs> it was also a different time too because nowadays, you know, kids have like a dozen Xbox or PlayStation games, right? When I was a kid, I remember having a Nintendo, and it was like maybe two or three games for the lifetime of the console before I got in trouble and my mom picked it up and smashed it into the wall as a punishment. Anyway. Are you serious? Yeah. That really happened? Yeah, that really happened. Oh, she wow. got mad at me. She smashed it, into the, smashed it into the wall. She did it to my Game Boy, too. So, oh, damn. Yeah, I know. It was I didn't want to do homework, or I, it was a Friday, and I wanted to play games instead, so she got mad and smashed it. So she's, she's an old school so, – Nutty so that's ass. so that's where you get that's where you get the uh the Hulk like rage from. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to that, it for me at least, it wasn't 12, 15 games. Like I've seen I see kids with like a bookshelf and a whole shelf is filled with discs. I don't mm-hmm. think it was like that for for us when we were kids. It was like one game maybe a year, so we always played that same game. Our friends came over and they already have that game, but they'll be like, "All right, let's just play this game again, I guess." But we would still yeah. have fun. It was it was different back then, right? Yeah, I remember having. I remember going to friends' houses if they had like the newer system and being like, "I want." I just I I didn't mind just like being there just to see that game being played. Like it was like a one player game. It's just like, right? Oh, I want to see this. You know, it's just right. and then it's like, I want. Can I have my turn? You know, that sort right. of thing. But like, it was just amazing just to be in the presence of this new technology that just was introduced. So it was pretty cool. I guess that's what it's like nowadays for like VR with that Oculus thing. Right. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, stuff. I haven't really, I don't really know anybody who has that, but that would be pretty cool to be able to try that out. I have PlayStation VR PSVR. And that's pretty good. I don't know about yeah. Oculus or how the different it is. I don't know. I don't follow the tech. I just got the PlayStation one because it's PlayStation. And I was playing resident evil seven biohazard on it and i was wearing the the headset and virtual reality and stuff first of all you can't play that thing too long because you're sitting down in a sedentary position but the world around you is moving you get nauseous pretty quick at least i do yeah Yeah. it doesn't match up with reality yeah it's so weird and then on top of that like the detail and the ambiance because you wear headphones that are connected to the headset and especially for a game like resident evil 7 that shit scared the piss out of me. I was like, no, you know what? <laughs> We're not doing this in VR. Because that game you can play in VR or you can play it on a regular. I, I was jumping enough playing it on a regular TV. There is no chance in this <laughs> side of the universe where I'm going to be playing that thing in VR. The only thing I can nice. play in VR like that is like those cutesy board style platforming games, right? Yeah. I wonder how many people were actually connecting with on this episode of the podcast right I'm talking about <laughs> talking about video games i know i'm connecting with my buddy well, that's another that's another thread that runs through this whole entire show is that is that we end up usually not talking about the things <laughs> that we've come to talk about it's just kind of it's just it's so free form there's no agenda it's just we know that this is the hundredth episode there's no outline. There's no script. We tried that a little bit at first, but mm-hmm. ultimately it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, let's let's have an out. This is what we're going to talk about. And then it was like, you know what? No, let's just talk about this instead. You know. <laughs> Do you think episode number twenty-two? If Bryce had heard this one, he would have sponsored the podcast. It was all about the the Kyrados. Yeah, curious Kyrados. Man, did we talk shit about Kyrados? I don't think we've made fun of a pen as much. 
I think the only two pens that we made fun of that brutally is the Kyrados and the Noodler's pen. The Kyrados is because it's just crap, right? Well, we also we also talked a lot of mad smack about the uh, the Peniter, um the the Metropolis, and oh, that's that was true. back in the episode seventy one Dante's Inferno in Metropolis when I was in oh. my. Uh, I was locked in the not 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 locked in the car, but I was recording from my car, and it was like a really hot day. Oh, that's and right. And I just was like, I was just really heated with that, with that whole <laughs> entire because I because I had it on my desk and I sent it to you, and I'm like, this is this is really a terrible like cash grab. And it's, it's terrible. Just like, it's the center yeah. band got stuck onto the barrel. I tried to epoxy the center back center band back into the cap. I ended up epoxying the cap. The barrel and the center band all together. I it think was just all I, over the place. I think yeah. If you needed it back, you're just gonna have to bill me because <laughs> that thing that thing is it's definitely not unbreakable. I broke the no. shit out of it after that in a fit of rage. It's just it's just bad. Uh, but a lot of, a lot of though we did talk a lot of good stuff about pens. Uh, I think we've shared enough goodness out there in the world and mm-hmm. have especially with with the pens that you've received and you know pens that we talk about uh you know on a, on a constant basis like i would say not every episode is just all over the place we do end up talking a fair amount about pens and about the newer pens that are introduced and mm-hmm. uh you know and then we also interview a lot of people from the uh the pen industry uh, we mentioned Gary Lang. Another one was uh, I was Ryan, just, the weird beard. Yeah, I was just um, about to let's talk. Let's go back and start from the first guest that we had, right? Well, so that would be that would be technically me. Well, you weren't <laughs> you weren't a guest. We knew you were going to be a co-host, so it's not like you're a guest, right? Okay, then that technically would be Drew. Drew Brown would then be on episode four, right? And that was because we had an episode re- pre-recorded, but I forgot to record the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Drew, that was that was one of the few uh, goof ups on your end, yeah. Yes, and we got to get Drew back on the show. I was just actually talking Absolutely. to him a couple days ago because I just got this new device called the Avernic RG three fifty one. I don't know if you can see it. I have no idea. Oh, okay. It's a. I see. It's a handheld gaming device that you can put like all the old school retro games onto. So it comes with a sixty four gigabyte memory card pre-installed and it has like 2500 nintendo game boy game boy color game boy Advance, genesis nice. super nintendo n64 games wow yeah it's pretty cool so i was talking about this so apparently it's not legal to like sell those games in that form right so they're only selling me the device and they're giving me the memory card for free but i, I see i figured out how to download all that stuff and it's like i was talking to drew brown about it it turns out he's a big time retro gamer also. There's, yeah, I think he also builds like right. his own like Game Boys and stuff like that. Yeah, he does. And I was like, you know, after watching enough of his those videos, it made me just want to have a device that had all like the Game Boy games and all that kind of stuff with a backlit screen and stuff. So I got this thing, the Anbernic 350P. So it's pretty cool. It looks like a Nintendo. Doesn't product. it like? Doesn't it blow your mind though that like? you go from when you were a kid and you had that like one or two games before your mom, like totally just threw it through a, a wall, smashed and, it in the wall. Yeah. And then like, you know, now you're at the point in your life where you're like, Oh man, I'm old, but dude, I got like every single freaking game made like in the palm of my hand right now. It's like, 
this is great. This is like, yeah. this is what the future, this is what the future should be. No, but this you know what, what, we... what, what really is surprising is I'm looking at the file size of Mike Tyson's punch out. Okay. It's like 400 kilobytes. Like, I can't yeah. even tell you how Nothing. small it is. Cause it, it fit on like a floppy disk or a couple floppy disks. I, I don't even think it's one single floppy disk. So let me, let me just take out a, so, for example, let's take a look at Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Get Info. Great game, by the way. Yeah, awesome game. Just so you know, 266 kilobytes is what this game size is. So back in the 90s... You know when I start playing that game, I I, I start to figure out all the little tricks to beat every single... Like, yeah. It's just like, I, it just comes back to me. It's just so weird. It's just like the little patterns of, of like when to take your opportunity to start hitting the, the opponent. If anybody it's, knows it's, what we're talking about, it's an old Nintendo game. If you don't know, it's an old Nintendo game. And I'm not joking. I am not joking. But that was the game that got me inspired into combat sports. That game is the reason why I have so many injuries, why I've gotten into martial arts. It's the reason why I fell in love with fighting and boxing and watched all those boxing movies, then started training my whole life and stuff and became a black belt martial artist and all that stuff. That game. That and Double Dragon on Nintendo. I used to play Double Dragon, too. Great game. What was your favorite uh, opponent in uh, Punch-Out? Favorite as in, like, enjoyed beating or... Yes, enjoyed beating. Like, who did you enjoy being faced up against? I guess the most satisfying character to beat... (laughs) To me, I guess Piston Honda. Okay, that's that's a that was a close second for me. I like King Hippo. King Hippo was fun, but P- Piston Honda because I, I always said, while playing that, it looks like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like I'm beating up on my right. dad. I'm like, look, Dad, I'm beating you up. You know. So I think that's what that's what. That, that was one of my fi- – and also Piston Honda was the first one, first character in the game, the first championship character after the, the third bout in the game that he just beats the shit out of you, right? Before that, mm-hmm. it's Glass Joe, then Don, uh, Don Kaiser, I think, or something like that, and then Piston Honda. And Piston Honda is like the first supersized character that just smashes you with one punch, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Soda Popinski was like a crazy one, I remember. He uh, was like- hard. Yeah, he's he's hard to play against, but that's very satisfying because like as they get more difficult, it's more satisfying when you finally like lay them out. You know, yeah. when you get that, when you get the the whole strategy down. It's still hard to beat Mike Tyson. Yeah, in that game, it's still hard. It's still like impossible to see the left eye blink through. He throws a punch. You have to like react too quickly. I watch YouTube videos of people beating him, Mike Tyson with Little Mac. I'm like, holy shit! I know. <laughs> I never had Super Nintendo growing up. Because after after I got my Nintendo smashed, after my mother smashed my Nintendo and, get, and Game Boy, she's like, "You're never getting a new game set console again." So the very next console I got was after that was PlayStation. When I actually I thought you were gonna say like PS4. <laughs> no, no. So the next console I was able to like, actually was Nintendo 64 at the end of the Nintendo 64 life cycle, and I got it to because I worked at Blockbuster. I saved up money to buy it myself. And at that time, nice. I remember it was like ninety nine ninety nine for the console. Yeah, it was towards the end of the life cycle, but games were like seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, don't you remember N sixty four games cost so much? 
I, I can't believe that all like even even the original Nintendo cartridges were like really expensive. Well, they were. And it's just like just to think that they were all in the palm of your hand now, and it's just all yeah. This little one hundred device has two thousand five hundred of those games that were. It's crazy. It's crazy too. We have it. It's the, we plugged in. I'm sorry. We, we we plugged in the Sega Genesis uh, last uh, last weekend with the kids, mm-hmm. and we were playing Sonic, and it brought back a lot of memories for for my wife, who who curses like a sailor when she starts screwing up with Sonic. So uh-huh. she's like, "Motherfucker!" And she's like <laughs> she's like throwing the remote, and it's like like after she get, dies or gets like hit with the rings like coming out and everything. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, I was I was hadoukening like my kids like they were at like they were going out of style with street fighter 2 uh-huh. like they couldn't touch me like i never lost a single round like playing them and because like it's like i'm like hadouken hadouken, hadouken. <laughs> like they can't they they don't know what to do it's just the fireballs just keep coming at them so <laughs> wow i was loving it yeah it's it's crazy like but going back to what you're saying it's absolutely crazy that the technology has become so outdated that you can play these games for practically free on a device that is super underpowered, but powered enough to play all those games like this. Yeah. To, we paid twenty thirty dollars in the late eighties and early nineties for a game that was two hundred and sixty six kilobytes in size. Nowadays, yeah. games are almost one hundred and ten gigabytes in size, and now they have to rate it because of sexual content or violence and stuff like that. But Jeez. Yeah. Oh, God forbid if you if, if you introduce a game that has like subpar graphics nowadays, it's like, oh, like why would I want to play this pixelated garbage? Right. It's like the, the 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 movements are not realistic. They're like really you know janky and it's just like stilted and it's like no, it's just that's how it was back in the day. Like yeah. it's like you know if the story was uh was kind of secondary, it was just about the gameplay. Yeah. So we got into games because we were talking about Drew, and Drew. Yes. We got to, like I said, we got to get him back on Drew of Goulet Pens. He's he has his own podcast now with Brian. It's actually the the Goulet Pencast, and they're available on all podcasting apps out there. And their show is also just be advised. Their show is not like ours. They are family friendly. It's like ours in that they have a wandering conversation and it's very interesting to listen to. And they talk about the business. They also talk about the business of Goulet pens, but Brian being Brian obviously doesn't partake in the profanity that I naturally just am. So, you know, and, and it's like people, you could also, I don't want people you to find the episode where we interview uh, Brian Goulet on episode 35. Right. So I had, was... <laughs> you know what the thing is though, the type of personality he is, I mean, it's like, I don't want people to misconstrue and think that he's playing a goody two shoes. That's just how he really is. Right. So on the phone, when we're not on the air or not doing a video or anything like that, he's exactly the same way. He's just who he is. He doesn't use profanity. He goes to church. It's just a wholesome guy. So like that's just the that's the real Brian Goulet, and he has his own podcast. You guys should check it out if the potty mouth words on this end is really making you sick. <laughs> I like what I like what <laughs> Skater Cruz said on the other podcast where she's talking about it. She's like, "There's some language issues there, but you know, it's <laughs> it's real. It's it's who they are." Um, yeah. So we had Brian Goulet on episode thirty-five. We also had Figgy on, right? Like, let's we should go in order. So we had Drew. Then the next next 
guest we had was Mike, Mike Madison, Madison of episode yeah, number on episode eleven, right? And we, what the fuck is that title? Mike Madison shake weights and bribes. Yeah, we, I think we mentioned uh, shake weights at a certain point, and then they're and, you know. Oh the, yeah, the, the, I like, remember references to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoever invented the shake weight, man, they got problems. <laughs> And bribes, bribes. I don't remember what we talked got into with that, but Mike Madison is fun to have on the show. He's funny. He's sarcastic, mm-hmm. dry. Definitely liked it. Oh, we had also uh, Brian Gray of Edison Pens was on episode twenty-eight. Oh yeah, and yeah. So that's that's one of the other famous Brians in the pen community, of which there are plenty of Brians. If you don't know, there's a lot of Brians that are floating around in the pen community. But Brian Gray is the uh, is the 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 head chief of. Uh, uh, Edison pens and uh, he 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 really is like he's also a very like straight shooter type of guy yeah that like that like you know you he is exactly who he is when you're talking to him like either on camera or off camera and he's just so like above board and has like such an enthusiasm about what he does mm-hmm. and it's a really interesting story so like anytime that we talk to anybody who is like a pen maker mm-hmm. it, I, I'm always fascinated to like hear how they get into it and then like how they transformed it into a business that sustains itself and then how they got into a foothold in the, in the pen community. And that's like a really good story there to, to check it out. Wait a minute, Brian Gray, we had on after, but didn't we have on Brian Holser before that? Uh, no, he was actually two more because we did like a whole, this was the stretch. So if you want all interviews, there's like a stretch between like, 33 and 28 where we did uh, like almost every single one of them was an it was an interview because then after that was was jonathan lane right kept, kept calling john lane jonathan lane and then it's then that liquid hot magma thing where we that, that, was, that was like one of my <laughs> that was favorite a, moments but yeah liquid hot magma and, and i don't think <laughs> he didn't know what was going on no the reason why i brought up brian halser <laughs> is because Brian Gray was the exact opposite of Brian Holster because remember how we had to set up Brian Holster the same way we set up all the other guests and stuff like that. We gave him very strict instructions, but he did the exact opposite of what we told him to do. Brian Gray, on the other hand, it's like he's he double checks, triple checks, quadruple checks, checks again, waits 24 hours, checks the th- again, and then verifies with you that he checked, yes. then sends you a document to have notarized to verify that you were <laughs> present while he checked, right? So it's like our green room meeting before the recording was like three hours long, and he's like, all right, so I'm going to just go ahead and do this and test it. Okay, you guys heard that? Oh, did you not hear it? I'll do it again. So since we're doing it again, we're going to restart it again. It's like four hours later. We're like, all right, dude, just let, let's start, man. <laughs> but, but, that, but that's that's how you know that you're getting – Good stuff with him. No, but that's he's how like super thorough. Right, but that's how anal retentive he is with mm-hmm. just one recording. Imagine how he is with every single pen that he turns out. Right. Yeah. And I think it shows in in one of the incidences that you do have an issue with your pen, and you send it back to him. He's gonna look into it, and then he's gonna like write a thesis on why it happened, and then present it to you. And you're gonna just be like, I, I just, I just thought it was a little toothy. Maybe you could smooth it out for me, <laughs> right? Meanwhile, he's giving you like the scientific breakdown of the iridium, the country it came from, and how old the iridium components must have been when it was dug up from the earth. It's like, mm-hmm. 
All right. The chemical composition right. and molecular structures. <laughs> right. It's like, so, so did you smooth it out or, or like, <laughs> and after all that, but it's got, it's working fine now and it's on its way back to you. Oh, okay. So it's almost like Bryce, when we talk to Bryce and he leaves us a voice message, it's like a three yes. minute long voice, voice message. Memo. And all you needed was a yes or no answer. That's at the end of the three minutes after like he just yammers <laughs> for the first like three minutes and stuff. Yeah. But Brian Gray. And then we had Jonathan Lane who was, mm-hmm. New to Coles of London at the time. We got to get him on again. Now that, and Drew actually noticed something. He noticed that Jonathan Lane, when he was on our show, being that he was new, kind of didn't completely have his bearings. Right? Right. Because at the time he 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 had just left Pilot, just got the job. So I want to have Coles of London. I want to have Jonathan Lane on again Mm because that was a lot of fun. And then when we had Holster on, man, remember that story that Holster was telling Brian Holster at Kenro was telling us about getting mugged? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Don't get mugged anymore, Brian. And after Holster, we had Dr. SBRE Brown on episode number 31. We were cracking dad jokes. That was a fun episode. Yeah, the, he's he's hilarious. Like he's just a funny guy to 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 talk to mm-hmm. and just to like listen to him go on cuz he has like such a vivid imagination yes. and and the wordplay is excellent. So. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. though, sometimes though, I feel like because he he's in, Dr. Brown is extremely intelligent, right? And I feel like if he spoke without his own personal leash on himself, his jokes would go over my head. So I feel like he kind of brings it down, right? <laughs> no, I'm serious. The guy's a fucking psychologist, and he's a brain doctor. Right, he's a doctor on the brain, so I feel like sometimes he he makes jokes, like he'll tune it down so I can catch it. You know what I mean? So then after Doctor Brown, we had getting figgy with Fig Boot on pens. Yeah, David Parker from Fig Boot. Yeah, he's uh, that was a that was a good one too. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's he's like there. I think every I always enjoy ourselves when we do uh, like any of these interviews it's just it's it's so fun to get like these different points of view and, and just seeing how people get into the various facets of the hobby mm-hmm. whether it's from the point of view of a distributor like with brian holser or a retailer with brian goulet uh or a manufacturer brian gray and then like a youtube influencer like you know you and i or like with uh you know fig boot sbre brown mm. uh then also vanessa langton which is 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 the one on episode 41 so there's a, there's a pretty good stretch of there's a, there's a lot of interviews on here so if you're kind of into that whole interview thing where you want to learn more stories about people in the pen industry just look for like the names in the titles and that's how you would be able to find because we put the names in them we don't hide them in some of these really ridiculous uh titles like the mulan episode <laughs> you know, like, we didn't like have that one does on not that. have an interview in it. Oh, that has okay. no guest on it. I'm hey. just saying, like, that's the way to find the ones with with the interviews with the guests because, like, we we always put the name of the guest on there, and then that way you could find the interview for. Yeah, it. episode 34. Roy is a bad friend slash a fountain pen apocalypse. Why did I say I was a bad friend in that episode? Do you remember? Uh, let's see. I'm just seeing the description here. You you confessed to being a bad friend. I'm sure it was for something rather like inane and just not like not offensive at all so you were just probably like i think it was using i, ink I just cartridges didn't like or something. something 
Yeah, yeah. I was using like ink cartridges <laughs> or you were using like a ballpoint. You have to use a ballpoint pen for a signature <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And then we have the Brian Goulet episode on episode number 35. Wow, 35. We're at 100, dude. It's, that's, that's crazy. The next like following guest after that. Pen Gangsta, aka Vanessa Langton. She's fun. We gotta have her on again. If 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 I wish that everybody could have been at that table that we were all like at the the uh, the Brazilian uh, restaurant that mm. we were at in DC. Yes, yes. That, because that that had the three of us there, and it was and also with <laughs> Sal and Kieran, and it, I, it was a good conversation we were all having. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun to. Yeah, we we had a we have a good time with her. Yeah, she's awesome. She's a good friend, a good friend of personal friend of my mine, and she she had puppies, by the way. No, I mean, she didn't have puppies, but her dog had puppies, <laughs> right? No, she, she had puppies, right? It's like, no, she did not have puppies. <laughs> no, no, her dog had puppies, and she's texting me all these cute pictures of these puppies. They're so cute. You know when they're so nice. cute, you can't even cope. You just feel like you're going nuts. Yes. Yeah, so let, let's move on through who else. So, so that was so Vanessa Langton was episode number forty-one, and then two episodes later at forty-three, we had Carrie Yeager on celebrating Fountain Pen Day. Yeah, that was a nice honor, I think, because you know he's got a very he's especially when Fountain Pen Day comes around, his schedule is really stretched because everybody wants his attention, being that he is Mister Fountain Pen Day. He's right. the one that keeps it going year after year. So yeah. we're like, oh, could we do? An episode where we interview you for Fountain Pen Day is like, yeah, sure. Yes, great. You know, so yeah. it was good. Yeah, that was a good episode. Fellow New Yorker. So, you know. Yeah. And then, let's see, <laughs> The Last of Us and Ballpoint Pens. That's a That was a hard time. <laughs> Code Word Argentinian Restaurant was a good episode. That's you know, that's if you like poop, if you like poop humor, go to Argentinian Restaurant oh, episode 49. <laughs> right. And this is no offense to any... Argentinians, people from Argentina or Argentinian restaurants. It was an incident that I had. So I had an epic journaling challenge at episode number 50. Oh, yeah, nobody nobody did this one. So basically, I wanted people to post on Instagram a journal page copied from Naughty Dog's The Last of Us, The Last of Us Part 2, and Uncharted Video Games and post it i copied a page remember? yeah yeah did, a couple I of did people a drawing on it yeah a couple of people i remember yours vanessa did some i did my own i won my own contest no i'm just kidding i didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was uh this was roy's era of loving he was he was totally down into video games because he because at that point you were recovering from your first uh shoulder my surgery. right shoulder surgery yeah and and you were and you were like head first into like last of us 2 and and you're playing like zelda you're playing like the was it the Link's awakening or some shit like that yeah good memory damn yeah good memory so we also had episode 54 auto hut aka the hut with ryan the weird beard of kenro industries ryan great show personality i wish he did more stuff (laughs) like no but like seriously though doesn't he have like a great like radio personality, television personality type, right? He's yes. just so like likable, sarcastic, funny dude. He just, you know, we got to get him back on and, and grill him and make fun of him, get him pissed yes. off about like make fun of Estherbrook and get him pissed off because that's that, <laughs> <laughs> he loses his shit. 
when you start like when you start talking good things about other people's pens and like like for example like oh i love you know hypothetically i love conklin pens they're really well made acrylic pens from asia he'll be like well dude you know esterbrook pens are you know um so um really good pens are um made in um go fuck yourself roy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we got to get them back on because they've been doing a lot of releases, and I think he, when it comes to like watching a kid talk about his favorite toy, he's like the adult version of that when it comes to Esterbrook pens. Yeah, like, he gets quite excited. Yeah, he about gets so yeah. excited. But the, you know what's great is though, like he'll get excited about it, and then you'll want to buy it. And then you'll go to something he doesn't like. It's in his own stock. And this is how you know he's an honest guy. He'll be like, no, nah, don't buy that shit. That that shit sucks. I'm just going to put that away. And no one's ever going to buy it. You don't want it. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I, I want to try. No, no, no. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> so we got to get him, Ryan the Weird Beard, back on the show. He's just. And then we got February 16th, episode number 58, Riding the Catfish with Bryce from Luxury Brands. Now, he actually contacted you about being on the show, right? I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. how it worked. And this is such a funny story. So I didn't know anybody of – I spelled his name wrong, J-I-L-L-E-T-T. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's the reason why I started taking over with the descriptions after a while. Right. No, that's good. <laughs> so I love that he contacted you to be on the show – you contacted me to let me know that he wanted to be on the show. And I'm like, who's Bryce? You're like, oh, from Luxury Brands. I'm like, don't they distribute for noodlers? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking crazy, man? Does he know <laughs> what I've been saying about noodlers pens? <laughs> Coolest guy ever, though. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot yeah, of fun. We love giving him plenty of shit. So it's, yeah. it's But it's fun. Well, it's all good fun. He distributes a lot of shit smell through his noodles <laughs> pens. So he can take some. He, he, could, he dishes the shit so he better take it as right. well. <laughs> <laughs> and then episode 61, you weren't there. You selfishly went on vacation with your family. So I, was, <laughs> I interviewed Gary Lang, the national sales director of Pelican, who in March of 2020 did say, was it 2020 or 2021? 2021, yeah. 2021, where he did say Mm. he was going to fix this pricing issue. And he has gotten back to me recently saying there's something in the works after January. It's not a complete fix, but it's it's a a good fix. And we're going to see what he has to say in January. Mm -hmm. Right? So... We'll call him out on his bullshit if he's got bullshit. If not, then we'll praise him for his non-bullshit, right? Yeah. And then we had Nibby, Nibby Quilter, who's now Hopalong Nibby. Mm-hmm. He's in the art. This is the first time that we actually had an interview with someone who was just a fan of the show. Yes. That wasn't that wasn't necessarily like a, a YouTuber, pen distributor, manufacturer, whatever. This it, Nibby is strictly a super fan of ours and. You know, I, it was just his birthday. Remember, we had we did a, sh- a shout out for his birthday last year. Yeah, for one of the episodes. So it was just it just turned. Uh, I, I think he just turned fifty one. I think. Oh, congratulations! So happy happy birthday! We love you. Because I saw I saw his post on social media. I saw it on on Instagram where he had the the, the sign out and everything. Yeah, so it reminded me of that. And episode number sixty four, we had badass journaling with Devin Liu. So Devin Liu. She's a cutie, number one. And number two, 
her videos insane like production value insane art artistic direction just amazing camera work and i tend to think that our exposure for her helped her kind of make some inroads with uh i think i think uh the Kenro have have used her a few times for like Esterbrook. Well, yeah, I told well, I told so. Holser, I gave gave yeah. Holser her number and I said reach out to her. I said the same thing with Ebear. I said reach out to Ebear because this guy can draw and he's what you're looking for. So at first Holser was looking at it and he's like, oh, the style you know is kind of different, but you know he's like, I'm open. I'm like, listen, tell him what you want. He'll make it happen. So. I put him in touch with, I told him to contact Ebear. And that whole like Snoopy cartoon that Esterbrook made. One for, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, that was Ebear's yeah. work. So I'm so happy because that's, that's freaking awesome. I, he, yeah. that, that painting behind me right here, the fish above my, my actual fish is Ebear. Is the light on? I got to turn that off. It's been on for over eight hours. It's good for the plants, but it's not. Anyway. <laughs> so getting into fish care which is yet another theme that runs through <laughs> at least the more recent this this year's episodes we we there's a lot of fish talk so yes yes and then we talk shit about dante's metropolis <laughs> yeah what is number 73 the the best award for cameo by a fountain pen oh we were talking about movies right yes uh, goes to uh, uh yeah so it was uh, then Where's the next interview that we have? Because sometimes then we go to like we have a a pretty long streak of just like doing our own thing, and then we we tend to kind of get back into some some interviews, and then it kind of you know goes to just me and you, which I I like it when it kind of gets you know mixed up every once in a while. We yeah. get like an interview one week, you know, a few weeks we just do it ourselves, and an interview another because like I, I like switching it up a little bit. So I think the next one we have is actually no, episode number 90, Entering the Gold Spot Wayback Machine with Sal. That's when we went, that's when I went up to Aberdeen and met up with you guys for the retro launch. We shot the video yeah, for that's, the retro that, launch. Yeah, that is the next one, yeah. Yeah, and that one was a lot of fun too. Mm. I keep bringing up Drew because he's my buddy, but he enjoyed that episode a lot too because he just he's discovered that the roots of how Sal got into the pen industry is almost similar to that of Brian. Mm -hmm. They didn't actually start with a passion for pens. They developed it over time. They kind of got into it and stuff. So then we have 92 where they talk about the ink miser. That feels like yesterday when we had Bryce back on in episode 92. Well, I mean, being that it was 92 and this is a hundred. Yeah. It was only, yeah, it was was pretty nine weeks ago. And, (laughs) And then, on episode 96, we had creative therapy with Ryan Krusak. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I like that title. I was going to go with and something we made like fun of his. Uh, we made fun of his uh, his uh, dial up Internet service. Right. Bit, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you can't have dial up Internet and then not be made fun of. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this is this was a fun scroll through memory lane. A hundred episodes. This is really exciting for me. So. I think we got to do this giveaway for the luxury. So the winner of the giveaway will get the luxury brands gift box, which is going to have a bottle of Colorverse ink. It's going to have a Nebula notebook, and it's going to have a Platinum Procyon. How do you say it? Procyon? 
Yes. Procyon. That sounds... I think that's the first time is the first time this episode you actually nailed the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a condom company. I'm telling you. Like like Procyon, I don't know. Like use Procyon protection. You know, I, I don't know. It just to me to me that like the, the I think those, you're onto something. There. Right. But like these those guys all the way in, in up in Japan with pilot with platinum. I think Sailor is the only one that doesn't come up with like bizarro names, right? Like, like Fighting Cocks by Platinum. Like, really? There's a pen called the Fighting Cocks. <laughs> then there's the the description for for the what was it? The pilot, the Tanuki. The oh tanuki yeah, pen. yeah. It's like the description number eight was large scrotum. Like, great guys, good job. Like, There's way to sell a pen. A right. Machier, de, a Machier hand painted pen that depicts a uh, you know a, a a figurative animal that has a large scrotum. Right, that's part of the features of it. But yeah. I mean, that's a cultural thing. So, I yeah I yeah I you know I I guess I guess. It's just, I, guess. I thought it was just funny. And it's then, part of like, the so kumpu, it'd be the same as like, they came out with a, a yeah, pen. The kumpu, the... Like, let's work on the names. That's, that's all I'm saying. Let's, <laughs> let's run it through, I don't know, a marketing guy. Like, run it through Tom first. You know, like, no one asked me about these things. Yeah. If they did, I would, <laughs> I would probably give them my two cents about right. it and just say, hey, maybe we should just consider, you know, this market and say, hey, that maybe that might trend. Might not translate so well. So. Right. Like let's let's hold off on calling it the nut spank, all right? Or something like that. You know, just somebody just come in and filter something. Just because I'm gonna make fun of it and then people are gonna get mad at me and then they're gonna go after you and have you get fired. By the way, how are those hashtag fire tom stickers selling? They keep going. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, so I, I have a stack of them on my desk. Yeah. And uh, like Dina goes and checks through the orders and she'll be looking for those comments on there. And just today she grabs like a, a little bit for she, she grabs them like at a bunch at a time so that she doesn't have to keep bothering me every time that she needs one. So then she grabs like a whole bunch of them from, to, from me today. I was like, oh, awesome. You know, it's people funny? are still at it. No, but you know, what's great is it's actually now a hashtag of endearment it used to be yes. something that was like oh i don't like what roy said let's get tom fired and as a punishment but now it's like it's a show of love how does it make you feel that you're passing out stickers that say fire you <laughs> to other... well the stickers themselves are the pentertainment podcast stickers oh so. okay you don't have but, an actual it's, fire it's tom? Impres- no i mean i have the the sticker sheet that's on inkjournal.com has like has like the 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 kiss cut stickers and you okay. can like pull off the so one of them says fire Tom on there. So that's, you know, that's, that's the way you could, let's say call for my firing. If you'd like to, mm-hmm. um, is put like a sticker on like that on your notebook. But the, uh, the ones that you could request, if you put like a fire Tom comment on the order at goldspot.com, then you would get the pen entertainment podcast. I do sticker. really appreciate and love the elaborate comments that they leave where it's like a story yes. long. And then at the end, somehow they work it in hashtag fire Tom. I think that's awesome. Yes. I think it's really awesome. I think that, I think that in order to enter the, uh, the contest that we have, are we going to do two separate winners? So one person will win the luxury brand stuff. One person wins the gold spot gift card or I was should we just, just do one big one, one big one, one big, one big one. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at our reviews on, on uh, iTunes. Okay. 
So how do you do that? I'm thinking what could really help us out a lot is if people, even if they wrote a review before, grab like somebody else's phone or if a family member, friend or whatever, and then just go onto iTunes and put a put a five star review or put a one star review. Just put a review. No, no, put a five star like... review. If you're listening to this, don't you dare do anything less than five. <laughs> Fuck that noise. No, 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 don't make that noise with your face and tell people to put one star. And uh, and so so I would say put a review and then put something distinguishing in the comment of the review because like we can't just obviously see it's like oh we we have to pick a review that has somebody's like you know some sort of distinguishing tagline that's on there you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like so maybe that might be the the best way what do you think I think that's a great idea just put a review up on but what if they don't have an iPhone well it does it. I think you still could do it, like if you would just, I don't know, uh, yeah. Or maybe they could also email us too. Want well, to just do that that as well? Or, or, ah, oh, man, I, I see. I had the whole entire episode to think about this, and then I just, I was just like, oh, you know, iTunes reviews would be great. And you, then you're like, then you you're have like, the no. time it takes me to grab another bottle of water from the fridge. It's going to take longer than last time because I have a sling <laughs> on. <laughs> I'm watching that, watching that cute ass walk away. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean, yeah, it's so like iTunes. I would love it if people would put like a review on there and then like have their, you know, like because like I see like there's some reviews on here and and I mean like I think the last one that we had was back from September. I, I mean, I would love to see a whole bunch of people throw on some reviews there and and uh, you know put their username on there. But if you don't have iTunes, maybe then do it on Podbean because Podbean also has reviews on there too. What if they don't have Podbean? What if they use Spotify? No, you don't have to have Podbean, I don't think, right? So so my thing is like we need to keep it simple so that way we don't have to track 18 different apps to see it. I mean, I'm thinking just – I would say write – I mean, listen, do the review thing because it helps us out no matter what. But I'm just thinking also like throw up your a quote from your favorite Instagram. I'm sorry, favorite episode on Instagram, right? Everybody has Instagram, right? Hashtag. Oh, but what if what if the people that are that are only about TikTok right now? <laughs> wow, we should have came prepared, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is the bread. This is the the DNA of our show. We just don't show up prepared. We gotta think about there's, it. There's there's people right now that have listened for a, a solid straight hour and are just like, "How do I freaking enter this giveaway? You've been teasing me this entire time. I need to know how do I enter this giveaway." That's how do they do it, Roy? <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm what I'm gonna have to do. We're gonna have to. Just subscribe to the Penboy Roy YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a comment on IG or YouTube, anywhere. I'll find it. Just add hashtag fire Tom. What do you think? <laughs> or what about something that signifies the 100th episode, like the, the Pentertainment Centennial or something like that? That's a good one. Hashtag Pentertainment 100. Yes. Not centennial because then that would be way too 
That's too many. I, to dude, down. I can't even spell it right ends. now. I don't even. Yeah, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Like without without spell check, I couldn't tell you if Centennial has like three or two ends. I don't know. Yeah, I. You know, I would just. I would just comment on YouTube or IG on my YouTube anywhere on my YouTube or on I on IG and hashtag Pentertainment Centen. Uh, you fucked me up. Pentertainment. Pentertainment 100. Yeah, the number 100. Pentertainment 100. Hashtag Pentertainment 100. Your favorite quote from any of the episodes of the Pentertainment podcast. Kind of like what JJTME does. You know what I mean? He writes out a quote. Yes. Every episode. He handwrites hand it and then he takes a picture of it and right. shares on Instagram. Yeah. You every could. episode. So I would say that would be the number one thing. So share that. You know what I mean? Follow Penboy Roy on Instagram and Ink Journal on Instagram, luxury brands on Instagram. We'll have to make a post about this. You know what I mean? Like the rules of a contest yes. giveaway. And then we'll run it for 30 days in celebration of the centennial episode and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And if you want, if listening to this, you're confused, that's totally understandable because <laughs> I'm confused. Just email and that's us. That's the expected experience <laughs> right. of listening to a Pentertainment pen, pen podcast episode. I'm just confused. Right. So, slightly just, offended and <laughs> just damp overall. Right. And I still want to talk about pens, but nobody talked about pens today. So, email us at pentertainmentpodcastgmail.com if you want like it, instructions, and then we'll respond to you with instructions. But it's going to be write out your favorite quote from your favorite episode of the Pentertainment Podcast. Share it on Instagram, hashtag Pentertainment100. Again, hashtag Pentertainment100. And then follow myself, Ink Journal, and Luxury Brands of America, right? Myself, because it's it's the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcasts. Ink Journal, because Ink Journal is the other half of the Pentertainment Podcast. And Luxury Brands, because they sponsor the Oh, then gold spot too. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. All right. So gold spot. So we're just, just adding more. We're and like more. we're like children in a play yard right now, making up the rules to like a new secret game of tag. Right. <laughs> then you have to spin around on this bat and then hop, jump, hump, jump through these hoops, and uh, you know, yeah. Eat fifteen marshmallows right. at one time. So it's actually keto friendly marshmallows. It's though. only four follows, right? I'm assuming everybody who follows <laughs> us, who listens to this show already follows us on Instagram. So it might be easy, but they may not follow Gold Spot. They may not follow luxury brands, and they may not follow my YouTube channel. So if five things, okay. five things, but it might be actually less. So write out your favorite quote from Pentertainment Podcast episode. Take a picture of it, share it on Instagram, hashtag Pentertainment100, and follow everybody involved. Myself, Ink Journal, so Penboy Roy, Ink Journal, Luxury Brands, Gold Spot, and my YouTube channel. I think that's not too hard. What do you think? Uh, I think that's probably one of the easier contests that you've ever held. Right, Being that you've you've made some pretty difficult contests in the past, so right. We only have like what it makes it easier for me because if you make it really hard, there's only like three contestants. You only have to choose between three people. But this one is gonna be yes. This one is gonna be, you know, more contestants. It's gonna be and remember the draw Baby Yoda one I did throughout all the other brands. <laughs> you draw a picture of Baby Yoda. Yes. Yeah, and that was pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, I. That still pulls at my heart every time I think about it. Uh, like, it makes me sad because Len, Lady VG, 
you know, passed away April of 2020, COVID-related stuff. And she put in this beautiful drawing of the uh, of the baby Yoda and stuff like that. And and I remember, you know, it took Esther Book a couple, couple of weeks to get back to her and stuff. So I remember she reached out to me. I reached out to Bryce, and they got it to her and stuff. And and uh, who was the other winner? There, there was another winner also. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, I remember the Baby Yoda one. I just remember she did it with dot art, right? So she, like, used yeah. colored colors and drew dots. And if you look at it up close, it's nothing. But if you pull it back, it was the image of baby yoda yeah so very cool yeah it was it was it was a good contest after that that's a bittersweet a bittersweet memory yeah after that it was kind of hard for me to do like that give i didn't want to do one again after that but this is a you know celebratory thing you know lady vg always gonna love you so yeah so just uh you know favorite quote from a pentertainment podcast episode Take a picture of it, share it on IG. Make sure you follow Penboy Roy on YouTube and IG. Ink Journal, Gold Spot, and Luxury Brands. And hashtag Pentertainment 100. 100 and then episodes. buy a t-shirt from inkjournal.com. You know what? Fuck it. With the Penboy. No. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna throw a t-shirt in. We're going to add that to the package. So you're going to get a Gold Spot gift card for $100 if your comment picture hashtag is selected. You're also going to get the package from Luxury Brands, which is going to be a Procyon, a bottle of Colorverse Ink of your choosing, and a notebook. And you're going to get a Penboy Roy Fountain Pen Review Channel t-shirt for with, for with which is great for like wiping stuff down because it's a black t-shirt. So it, the dirtier it gets, you won't notice it. Right? What would you say? Right? I, I tend to use mine as a cloth for my uh, for my cleanings up of, of various things around the house the house as well. Yeah, so <laughs> my car. Sometimes if I need to like wax my car, I'll take out my entertainment. I mean my uh, my Penboy Roy shirt. No, I'm just kidding. Yo, check this out. Jonathan Lane just texted me right now. He says a PBR ornament would look great on the pen tree, and he has a Christmas tree, and it's got like pens all over it as ornaments. Well, I think he's he's saying that because he might have seen um, that uh, that Nibby had had made those ornaments with the stickers. You know, saw those like on Instagram. Right, but Hopalong Nibby made that though. Yeah, he made them, but like, but like, I think he he saw those ornaments and he's like, oh, you know, a pen uh, penboy Roy ornament would look pretty nice on my pen tree. That, yeah, but does yeah. he think that I make I had them exists. made or you know what I mean? Because the way Nibby he, did he it, might, it, looks pretty he legit. Might think that. Yeah, because 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 uh, Nibby made them pretty legit, so they mm. look fun. Yeah, that is that yeah. is pretty cool. So I think we're all very clear on the rules and how to enter the Pentertainment Podcast 100 Centennial Giveaway. So yeah, I think we're pretty we're pretty clear on that. I think so. When do we pick? When do we pick a winner? Should we do it on my birthday on January sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two? What are you doing giving away your birthday? Now people are going to like figure out everything about you. No. Yes, they will. Yeah, they will. Now they're going to open up credit, <laughs> credit cards and stuff. They're going to they're going to dox you. Yeah. Isn't that what what the term is? I, like doxing? Yeah. Yeah, dox you. Yeah. You're going to get you going to get swatted. <laughs> you know what though? The but people are going to call me out because they're going to be like last year your birthday was on the 10th. So 
you never know what my birthday mm. is or if I was it actually changes with the it's it's based on the lunar calendar yeah from what I understand <laughs> <laughs> or was I actually born or was I created mm. if you just were just manifest somehow right right oh man do you actually exist Perhaps in this quantum universe, you do not. <laughs> so what do you think about that date? The 16th? It's a Sunday? That sounds good. Yeah. A Sunday? That sounds good to me. Yeah. It gives them plenty of time to do all that stuff that they said. They, I mean, I mean, all of it should probably take like five minutes to do, pretty honestly. I don't think that it should take that long. You know how many people are going to... Do, but, to do it. Yeah, but it has to be. It can't all be from like the most recent episode because then I'll know you're just like listening. To... <laughs> so, this is the first episode I listened to. This is fantastic. I don't know. How to... No, I want. I want you to go back. You know, what's and... my favorite episode? That that episode 100. That was my favorite. <laughs> uh, I saw a lot of funny stuff in that episode. Yeah, where they're giving shit away. Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. Yeah. So, all right. So, just to recap, I want to give. Our listeners, one, one lucky listener, a package of luxury brand stuff. It's going to be a platinum Procyon. It's going to be a bottle of Colorverse Ink of your choosing and a notebook of your choosing by Nebula. In addition to that, the lovely people at Gold Spot Pens is going to be giving that same lucky listener a $100 gift card at Gold Spot pens so you can go to gold spot you can select anything you want and you can use that hundred dollar gift card towards anything in the gold spot store and on top of that to top it off you're gonna get a free penboy roy t-shirt arguably the best item in that collection oh for sure oh for sure yes you for know sure. all that other stuff is just garbage but this this t-shirt you know this is this is the way to go Oh man, my my dog just like groaned just now. I don't know if you can pick that up I, on the mic. Yeah, no, I heard just it. Like, ah, oh, <laughs> yes, dogs are so cute. All right, so listen, <laughs> it's getting about that time. We got to wrap it up. Listen, I want to thank everybody for helping us and being the reason why we were able to get all the way from episode one hundred and rolling with us through technical issue after technical issue after bad word and profanity after profanity, rambling. Talking about fish, uh, keto, fish keeping, keto, video yes. games, pens, video games. sometimes movies, Brendan Fraser movies. <laughs> yeah, Brendan Fraser movies. Holy cow! Yeah, oh, you know what I was talking to earlier today? I, was, I want to show you this pen too. This is where'd it go? It's cool. Look at this one. I can't see. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's got the, the regatta and the mother of pearl. Yeah, the. I, you know, I was talking to him, like, the Regatta Sport? You're going to call this fucking thing the Regatta Sport? This thing should be called, like, the Regatta Royale. Or, yeah, that, that actually makes a lot more sense. Doesn't yeah. it? This this is, like, mother of pearl white shell with rose, rose gold, gold appointments. This is what drives me nuts, though. That nib. The black nib. The black number six size nib. Why can't they just get it in rose gold? And they have other pens in rose gold too, right? They have other like they, they have, have other nibs in they only have the Omniflex nib, Yovo Omniflex nib in rose in gold. The, in the rose gold. Yeah, everything uh, else is yeah, I, it just drives me crazy. It's just like it's like a tase to my OCD brain, but the pen It's just your issue of it not being rose gold to match the rest right, of the trip. Right. Right. It's just it doesn't it doesn't fit in 
right? Like if the trim were black, like they have the same thing in gunmetal, great. It right. works. This is rose gold. Because of, you right. know what I mean? But at least they didn't put a yellow gold plated nib or a oh, yeah. silver. That would be even more that, offensive. Black kind of matches yeah. with everything, so it's okay that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess I could live with it. I'm going to swap it out for a rose gold Yovo nib anyway. The rose gold, what you call it, OmniFlex, just okay. so that it matches. And Because that just cannot stand. Right. That, this can't exist like that. I just can't. No, but it's it such, a, such a gorgeously beautiful pen. The Regatta. I'm going to call it the Regatta Royale. It's no. Yeah. I, it's not called the Regatta Sport in Mother of Pearl Rose Gold. I'm not calling it that. I can't. If it's a duck, mm-hmm. I'm going to call it a duck. If it's Royale, I'm calling it Royale. I don't know why I'm Just saying Just like what... you decided to make up that one Conklin Duragraph pen is the Heisenberg, the, the one that's the, the turquoise blue. You cannot make a pen that looks exactly <laughs> like Heisenberg's blue stuff from Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad, and yeah. And just call it turquoise, right? <laughs> you can't do it. You're going to have Walter White come into your house and trying to – he's going to be the one knocking. He's, he's, I was going to say, he's going to be the one who knocks. <laughs> oh, gorgeous pen. Gorgeous pen. Love this yeah. pen. I like what you did there because we can't now – people can't just zip to the end of the episode and then be like, oh, I know all the giveaway stuff. Like <laughs> they'll, they'll zip all the way to the end of the episode and they'll be like, what are they talking about this Monteverde Monte Regatta pen? <laughs> uh, they, they missed where's it. The, where's yeah. the stuff about the giveaway? It's like, haha, you <laughs> missed it. You try to cheat. That was unintentional. This is me. This is me telling you you're trying to cheat. I Go just... back. Listen to the entire episode. Yeah. So what is, oh, is that is that a is that a beta plush uh yeah. toy that you have there? Yeah, I got a beta plush toy. It's a six inch beta plushie that I bought at keep fishing no keepfishkeeping.com. It's where I buy my fish keeping stuff. They're kind of like the I wanna say they're like the goulet or gold spot of the fish keeping hobby. Yeah, not not a big box retailer, but like a small family owned yes, outfit that yeah. knows their stuff. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, the guy, his name is John. For some reason, reminds me a lot of a fish keeping version of Fig Boot. Okay, but the guy John from KeepFishKeeping.com is bald, whereas Fig Boot is not. But they kind of have like the way they talk and how knowledgeable they are. Almost like you know how Figgy, Fig Boot, when he talks, he he almost sounds like a teacher teaching you stuff, kind of. Yes. John is the same way. And his wife, him and his wife, his wife's name is Lisa. She's she she is a good te- talker on YouTube. She's not bad looking. Is what I'm trying to say. Should we that. have them on the on the Tentertainment podcast? I and just uh, like you know. I don't we even. Could, we could we could start to bring in this larger fish audience, right? They're gonna be like, "What the?" F-? I mean, we talk about it enough. I Might know. As well. I should. I should. Right? I don't know. And we should get them. We should get them to use fountain pens and then ha- talk about fountain pens on their stuff. I should just say, you know what? We should crossover. do We should just send them a fountain pen on behalf of the Pentertainment Podcast. We can send it from you know whatever pen it is for John mm-hmm. and Lisa. You can have it if you have it engraved. Then it it might be hard to. You're kind of like YouTube famous, so it might be hard to get in touch with them unless we do something that catches their attention. So let's do that. 
send them a pen. Are they that big? How big are they on YouTube? Uh, they're small. They like for fish keeping, I guess they they only have like 125,000 followers. That's still YouTube. pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty it's big. Pretty big. Yeah. yeah. So but for fish keeping that's small. So you're saying that fish keeping gets up there is like a Yeah. Yeah. A few accounts that are like in the millions or something like that. It gets that crazy. I think Aquarium Co-op is almost close to a million. Dang. Yeah. Aquarium Co-op. And then another guy that I like a lot is Primetime Aquatics. He's got, you know, in the hundreds of thousands and stuff like that. Like the pen, like pen, the pen YouTube world is really small. It's really, yeah. there's not a lot of room for growth. Let's and do it's this. Really small. Yeah. Let's, let's, worlds collide. Right. Worlds collide. Let's do that. Let's Amazing. send him a, let's send him a pen. Let's ask Sal to engrave it. You know, a couple's set. You know what I mean? Fountain pens. We need to do, but we need to do something that's fish related. I'm thinking something narwhalish because that's like fish. Can you engrave a narwhal? I wouldn't I do think that. So really, I think we could do that. Yeah, yeah. like send them each a narwhal so. nautilus, like one for Lisa, one for John. Fountain pens. Yeah, that would be good. Get them like on the show. Because the way they talk, also they're very well spoken for this kind of nice. thing, YouTube for podcasting and stuff like that. So you guys could like totally nerd out about the fish stuff. I'll just like sit back and just be like, okay, this 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 sounds familiar, and I'll just be like listening, and th- and then when we talk about the pens, and I'll I'll just eventually jump in because I have no. I have no bearings when it comes to the fish thing. So. Yeah, and he's got like a yeah. green screen set up. You know, wow. yeah, he doesn't green screen as good as I do. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but he just doesn't. But You do a pretty good job of green screen. I do, I do. I got it down to a science. And it's all about lighting. So Can you do a green screen uh, like to make it look as if you're in the tank with like Dr. Evil? Please. Yes. Please tell me that this is yes. <laughs> Just like like keyframe it so that you have like Dr. Evil swimming around with you and you're doing a review in the tank I, with it. Oh, please. I could totally please. do it. Please. I could totally do it. I could totally do it so it looks like I'm I'm actually behind the water, behind the glass. Nice. Yeah. It might take so, some work. So Caitlin's so Caitlin's super dad is going to mock this up for you. <laughs> um, he'll share it on Twitter right. on Instagram. So so like it, he'll make it look like the way that I'm envisioning, and then you just take and run with it. That's all. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. But listen, yeah. we're we're this is the longest episode ever, and it's also because it's a centennial <laughs> episode, and I we just started rambling about yes. And we, we, we needed to make sure that we hid in those giveaway details so that you didn't just zip to the end. <laughs> I, I like that. I like how it's crafty like right, that. Right, right. That was I wish I could take credit, but you know what? I might as well. That was my intent. <laughs> it was all along. All along. We actually knew all the details of this giveaway, but we just pretended not to know. Yes. And just kind of like stumbled backwards into it. That's right. We like karate kicked it and flipped it backwards. Yes. I am a black yes. belt. So Yes. All right, so now to close, I do want to reiterate my extreme gratitude for all of our followers, listeners, and subscribers on YouTube. All five of you right. since the start. I think it's about seven. We grew, we grew from like two to five. Right. It was amazing. Got us to 100. Thank you very much for your cooperation with purchasing from the sponsors, Gold Spot Pens, and luxury brand products such as Platinum, such as Nebula, Colorverse, the new Joya, and of course, can't forget Waldman. Hold on a second. I feel like a sneeze is coming on. Noodlers. <laughs> yeah, noodlers. Bless you. Thank you. 
and all those things. And also thank you for using coupon code Roy at Goldspot at checkout to score yourself extra savings on a lot of the brands, some exclusions applying. For example, some brands are a little too snobby. They're like, no, you can't discount our stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine, fine. (laughs) But for for the brands that matter, (laughs) I'm throwing some shade, you know, you're going to use that discount code. And then also thank you for entering in this upcoming contest thing that we got going on for the giveaway and score yourself some stuff and gold spot gift card and a t-shirt do you notice the tone of defeat when i say t-shirt but anyway and (laughs) t-shirt extreme gratitude to you lovely folks thank you once again yes love you guys thank you guys we love you sorry no i just i you you took all the gratitude i just wanted to express some of my gratitude because i'm also just sitting here and i'm just like these these people are amazing for joining us for so long and putting up with us for so many episodes and listening to us on car rides to things and on their way to work or working out or doing their journaling mindfulness whatever you're doing and and being part of your lives means a lot because you know it not that we wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you, because we would probably be having these discussions anyway, but just the fact that you're with us on this makes it just that much more richer and more satisfying. Yeah. I, like it's, I feel like I have more friends. Yes. I feel like I have more friends too. Isn't yeah. that, isn't it's, that it's great? No, it is. Yeah. And yeah. I've never been sappy or I've never been, I guess, sentimental when I hit like a thousand subscribers on YouTube or a thousand followers on Instagram or anything like that, right? I just, I'm not, I guess, ceremonious when it comes to stuff. I mean, also, those are all kind of like solo gigs. Like I do those on my on my own and I, I guess there's a feeling, there's there is some sort of in engagement with the community but at the same time it's just it's just me i don't know i feel super duper engaged when it like i feel like the podcast is the most engaging form of content that we create because you and i we engage with each other and other people can relate to what you're saying and if and they can relate to what i'm saying they can relate to both of what we're saying and they feel like they're part of the conversation and what's yeah. really funny is like you said, we have these conversations anyway, but when it goes out to people and knowing that the authentic side of who you are and who I am is what's connecting with people, I don't it just it just makes me feel really warm and fuzzy and all that sappy shit inside, and it makes me really happy, you know what I mean? Because I have different types of people that follow the show. I have different types of people who like on one hand i have a certain kind of person that listens to the show that would not get along with the person on the on the on the other hand but they have us in common i feel like we're bridging gaps you know what i mean we're 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 making the world a better place yes <clears throat> totally making a world a better place and hopefully <laughs> hopefully and you know who you know who else i'm super probably like when it comes to this podcast super duper grateful for was that you tom Oh, <laughs> I would give you something, but I'm too cheap. We're giving it to the listeners. But anyway, <laughs> all righty. So listen, that's the longest so far, the longest episode. So we're gonna just cut it, cut it loose here. You guys, thank you for sticking out through this whole episode. Please join the contest, and may the best 
first, odds be first, in your favor. Yeah, may the may the force be with you. I don't know what else to say. Like I want <laughs> like I don't want to say may the best person win or the you know what I mean because like like this is not a judgment. May of, the sexiest person triumph. <laughs> right. So don't use that as a quote because I've never said that in any other episode. So. <laughs> right. That doesn't. Don't don't use that as a quote. But may the I guess luckiest quote win i guess right like or the it's going to be random i guess or the one that makes me laugh the most you know i don't know we'll, we'll we're going to figure out a fair and objective way of picking might just you know if and, if the quote makes roy p a little then you're in the top five at least right and if, if 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 you lose all anal control and it just like ends up sharding and <laughs> then, you know, you're, you're pretty much a finalist that right. is going to be in the top two. So, right. And, and if I suffer some sort of kidney failure because of laughter, then that's even better. Right. Yes. Okay. So, all right. Now for real, thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Be well, be safe. Stay inky. Stay inky.